I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. So uh, they called me at the last minute saying, Mac, man, you know you're good coming off the bench. Can you do it on short notice? I said, I'll give it a shot. Not a problem. I'm certainly staying on top of everything that's going on in the world of sports. We can make it up for a uh, period of time. I'm here to make it up for you for the next hour. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studio when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Um, Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com, scheduled to join us. Having a little trouble uh, connecting with him, but we'll try and get him up in the uh, next couple of minutes. Um, watched a ton of baseball last night, jumping around, watching a little Phillies Reds early on, some Mets Braves. After a rain delay, the Braves just pounded Met pitching their starter and their relievers 13 1, uh, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, the Braves are still within five games. They moved to four and a half with the uh, win last night. Um, but I, I think the Mets are still in a good position. Don't know if I would say commanding. And I'm not even sure if I can say commanding about the Yankees anymore, even though they're 10 games up. 10 with 46, 47, 48 to play. That's where most teams are at this stage of the season, how many games they got left. Uh, but they've been so inept offensively of late. That's one of the things I'll run by uh, Matt Snyder when uh, we get him uh, put up here. Um, they, I still think the Yankees are in a very strong position in the uh, American League East. But it is it untouchable? That's just one of several things I want to run by my next guest. He does a great job covering all of MLB for CBSSports.com. Matt Snyder joins me as I fill in for Bill Ryder here on CBS Sports Radio. Matt, long time no talk. I was going to say. <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny how these things turn out. Uh, you never know, because uh, 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 for those of you who don't know, I just talked the other day to Matt on my CBS Sports Radio Sunday show. Uh, so they already had Matt booked to come on today, not knowing that I was going to be the host. I said, I'll talk to Matt again, because he's always bringing insight, and I got no issues with uh, shooting a breeze with him again today. One of the things I touched on at the top of the show was the fact that the Yankees have now lost 11 of 14 and have been shut out in back-to-back games. Their offense is putting up, like, less than three runs a game over the last 10 or 11. How nervous should Yankee fans be? Um, well, I mean, they're not any worse than uh, – I mean, I can't make them any worse than they are on their own because they, they seem to be in a full-blown – I don't want to say panic. I don't think Yankees fans panic. They just get really, really angry and seemingly start yelling. And, uh, you know – there's still plenty of time. I know that's the easy thing to say, and I know a lot of them might get annoyed at me for saying that. So right now, 
you know, scale of one to 10 with 10 being the biggest panic they've ever had four or five, maybe I'm sure most of them are at like an eight. Um, and that's fine, but there, there's plenty of time for, for things to get going. Stan will come back off the injured list at some point. I assume Anthony Rizzo might have a hot streak in there. Maybe Josh Donaldson has a hot streak in there. You know, we know all about judge. Uh, you could see uh, Glaber Torres kind of getting hot, but, you know, might want to pick it up soon at some point because they, they look they look pretty broken right now. And there's nothing you can do about it because the trade no, deadline is come yeah. and gone. You just basically have to ride it out and believe the guys who are better earlier in the year or have a track record as a career-level player who might not be doing that right now are going to get better. How much pressure is that on the manager? that he's the guy who's got to do something, push the right buttons, move guys around on the lineup, give him a day off, give him a DH day. How much pressure is it on Boone to see the Yankees come out of these hitting doldrums they're in? Yeah, I think there's some because, uh, you know, again, not pro- probably not yet. And for Boone, I think his season's going to make or break on, on how they perform in the playoffs. But you, you don't want to be playing this poorly and head to the playoffs let's say they were on pace for 120 wins or so. Let's say they end up winning only like 92 uh, and then they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. He might not have a job anymore. Uh, so yeah, I'd say at some point, yeah, for, for now, probably not so much. He, he has to kind of be the one who's the eye of the storm. You know, even if the players are starting to kind of press a little bit, he has to be the one who's the calming presence. who says, Hey guys, we've got a 10 game lead right now everything's fine we're going to get it going here but we're going to try a new a few new things here shuffle guys around uh see what works and i I guess the beauty part of it is for for them is how well they played earlier in the season they bought some time for him and able to to try some things out and to try to shake something loose there but yeah i would say uh if, if 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 it continues on this path and we get to late september yeah, he'd he'd have to start feeling it pretty good. Uh, we're talking to uh, Matt Snyder, our uh, baseball insider from CBSSports.com, here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, uh, something that you would think would cause concern, but probably doesn't because the Dodgers, man, have they been able to handle this all year. Walker Bueller announced yesterday season-ending surgery, not going to be available for the Dodgers as they make their playoff slash World Series run. But that's been standard operating procedure for the Dodgers all year, right? Somebody's going down. Somebody's got an injury. Somebody's on the IL, and the Dodgers just continue to roll. Or is this the one that you actually look at and it uh, hits and you go, oh, shoot, that's just not good. If we don't have Walker Bueller, that compromises our chances. Where are you at with the Dodgers and their uh, ability to deal with injuries, which they've had plenty of this year? Yeah, well, well, they're equipped to do it. They have so much depth uh, pitching-wise that they should be able to absorb the blow. Where it might end up mattering is the playoffs. I mean, it's it, – and that's the thing that we've talked about before is fair or not, they're so good and their, their bar is so high that their season's a failure if they don't win the World Series. And if you don't have Walker Bueller in that rotation, that makes it that much harder to, to win it all, as hard as it already is. Um, they're, they still look pretty good in the rotation right now. Between Urias, Gonsolin, Anderson is a nice 
top three. They have been all year. Andrew Haney looks really, really good as long as he's healthy. We just don't know how long that's going to last. And maybe Clayton Kershaw will come back late in the season. Um, and also Dustin May. Dustin May is coming back from Tommy John surgery. He, I think he's done with his rehab assignment. Yeah, he's set to start with the Dodgers on Saturday. So he'll be back. Um, and Ryan Pepio has just come up from the minors, and he's looked pretty good the, the times that they've tapped him. They should have a full five-man rotation, even without Kershaw. And if Kershaw comes back, they've got six starters. It just is, you know, let's say they get deep in the NLCS, and they're against the Mets, and Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer are firing on all cylinders. They don't really have the two ace-level uh, elite level aces like the Mets do to match them. And if they go to like, let's say game six and seven, and it's the Grom and Scherzer lined up for the Mets, the Dodgers is going to be Urias and Gonsolin. Yeah, that's a little bit of a step down. Now they do have a better offense overall. Maybe it won't matter, but you, that's where I, I think that's probably the only place where I could see them really, really feeling it because they're so deep. All right, speaking of that Dodger offense, and I know this is putting the uh, cart way the hell before the horse because we got to finish off the regular season, then we got to have the playoffs, and we have a World Series champion, but I'm already looking ahead to the offseason. Trey Turner. Uh, the Dodgers did let Corey Seager walk this year, took the big money from Texas because uh, they knew they had Trey Turner. They obtained in the trade late last year with Scherzer to plug in at shortstop. But his contract is up at the end of the season. The Dodgers have the ability to uh, pay whatever they need to pay to get something done. Um, but Turner's going to get a really nice contract during this offseason because he's been one of the best offensive shortstop and a well-above-average defensive shortstop as well. Is it just a formality that when we get to the offseason, he's going to re-sign with the Dodgers, or do you think he's actually going to go out and maybe do better in the shortstop market this offseason than some of the other guys did last offseason? Yeah, I've actually been thinking about that a lot recently because they, they've had the ability to to kind of, like with Corey Seager, let Corey Seager walk because they just traded for Trey Turner, or in other spots, uh, plug in a youngster. Uh, remember, they didn't worry about Adrian Gonzalez getting up there in age. They just plugged in Cody Bellinger at first base, and that worked out okay for them in the short run. And obviously, now they've replaced, they've gone with Freddie Freeman there as Bellinger moved to the outfield. Um, their plug in on the roster right now, I think, would be Gavin Lux if they moved him to shortstop. And they do, they, they have Max Muncy who they could play at second, or they could play him at first, too, if Freeman, if they move Freeman to DH, for example. Um, they have Chris Taylor, who's kind of their Swiss Army knife. So I think they could absorb it, so I don't know if they would go all out, but it doesn't seem like as natural as with them just having Trey Turner waiting there when Corey Seager walks. It's not quite as natural. Um, if I had to guess, I would say that, that, that they will try to retain him, in which case they probably will. It's going to be a, a fun shortstop class again because I'm guessing Xander Bogarts is going to opt out. Uh, Dansby Swanson is a free agent. I think Carlos Correa, there's a report already that he's going to opt out. So there's going to be another decent crop of shortstops out there. We know the Orioles want to spend a lot of money. Uh, the Red Sox there, with you know, they could move Trevor Story to short to cover for Bogarts, but then they've got a hole at second. Um, it seems like the Yankees, are, are they really going to be content with IKF? I, I guess we'll see how they do in the postseason. Um, will the Phillies, will, will they spend money? Mm-hmm. Or they, you know, uh, the Cubs, 
the Cubs might be in a position where they're ready to spend money. We we could have some heavy hitters out there other than like just the Dodgers, Mets, and uh, you know, and Yankees. So it, it could be fun there with those shortstops in that mix. No, oh, I know Philly fans are actually uh, salivating a little bit at Turner, who's still quite tight with Bryce Harper uh, for him potentially a landing spot in uh, Philadelphia. All right, uh, speaking of shortstops, you and I over the weekend talked about Fernando Tatis Jr. and his suspension and his Hall of Fame uh, candidacy because of it, and I'm taking it further, talking about putting the cart before the horse. I'm way down the road on this one. But his father stepped out yesterday for Ted Fernando Tatis Sr. and called it a catastrophe that Major League Baseball suspended his son and uh, ruined his reputation because uh, he accidentally took a substance that turned up a positive test. Uh, Fernando Tatis Sr., do we just understand because it's a dad uh, defending his son or did he actually put put his son in an even worse position by overstating any mistakes that MLB has made by just following their own rules. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it helped. I mean, I, I understand. I, I can empathize with the situation. I mean, I'm a father myself, so I know that how much you would want to try to <laughs> to use the phrase that works here because it's baseball. How much you would want to try to go to bat for your son? I get it. I totally get it. He kind of overshot it here, though. I mean, uh, the most ridiculous part of the quote wasn't the catastrophe to me, which was pretty over the top. It was when he said millions of people are never going to watch baseball again because of this. I was like, man, that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of faith in what your son is doing for baseball. I think he's been great for baseball up until now. I think a lot of people love watching him, but millions of people are never going to watch again. That's probably a bit much. A little um, bit of hyperbole, yes. You and yeah, I can agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, overall, I get it. You know, I, I get it. He's trying to get his son's back. He, he's probably a little, relatively speaking, heartbroken ab- about the situation. And um, maybe he really believes that it, it was really a mistake. Maybe it really was. Maybe we're wrong. But we've heard this song and dance from every guy who's been caught before. Exactly. That, oh, it was inadvertent that I did something to solve something else and did not realize the ingredient. Yeah, yeah, sorry. doesn't work. You test positive, you test positive, you get your suspension. But I will give uh, Tatis Jr. uh, credit here, at least if the reports are accurate. Um, He was on a minor league rehab when he did uh, get notification that he is going to be suspended for the 80 games. Supposedly, he's going to San Diego to maybe confront is the wrong word, to talk to his teammates, to talk to A.J. Prell, the general manager, and their manager as well, um, to at least clear the air with these guys, because some of them were outspoken about the fact that he really did compromise the team's chances this year. I guess he could have just said, listen, I'm suspended. I'm not showing up. Uh, See you guys sometime next year in 2023. Uh, He did say he would make the effort to get together with all the important people in San Diego. Uh, How much will that help in going forward with he and his teammates in your eyes? Man, uh, no idea. It could be, I mean, it could go, it could be a start and starting to, to, to mend some fences and then, you know, during spring training next year, continue to work on that. And by the time he comes back, uh, maybe they'll be ready to, to, you know, accept him with open arms and everything. And, and, you know, let's let's be real. A lot of those comments, they had just found out about it right before the game. So the, the wound was still fresh. 
and maybe they were a lot more mad than they're going to be down the road. And uh, it's always possible that the relationship gets gets pretty well fixed and they'll all be okay eventually. Um, but I think they've already kind of had some problems with him. Remember, we saw the the footage of him and in, in, uh, Manny Machado in the dugout last year having to be separated and Machado screaming at him. And Machado is the leader of the team. Um, and, you know, Joe Musgrove was one of the guys who was outspoken in the clubhouse on Friday after it happened. And Musgrove's essentially at this point after signing that extension and he's a San Diego guy, he's essentially the leader of their pitching staff. So it's like we, there's, they need to start mending some fences and maybe this will be the start of it. Um, I, I would be skeptical if he was trying to like come back in a few weeks and this talk was happening right now. But they've got a lot of time. For now, I think everybody in the team will probably say, you know what, let's just say we accept his apology and we'll deal with it next season. And they'll play the rest of the season out not even thinking about it. And come next spring, I'm sure they'll all be open-minded. And, and by the time he plays, especially if he plays well, that's an easy that, that makes it easy to forgive somebody. All right. Uh, Matt, if you do have, and I don't know if you do or you don't, but I'm assuming you do, uh, the NFL, uh, excuse me, the MLB Extra Innings Package, ability to watch whatever uh, game you want to watch. Uh, Nationally broadcast tonight, you can get the Rays and the Yankees on TBS, but other than that, you got to go find the game. What's the next game that you'd want to watch? Is it Yankees-Rays, the number one game, see if the Yankees can actually bust out and score four runs, or is there another specific matchup you want to watch tonight? Uh, let's take a look. It probably won't be that actually, because the Yankees are, are pretty bad right now. And I generally, eh, sorry, but I generally find the race kind of boring to watch at least in the regular season. So it wouldn't be that, uh, let me see. Orioles blue Jays could be a decent one. Oh, Mets Braves. Yeah. Mets Braves. You know, that's a really fun one there anyway. Uh, Taiwan Walker's, you know, not been as great. The Braves are looking to dig into that that lead a little bit. And uh, late night with the Mariners and Robbie Ray, like to see how he throws there. Oh, Astros White Sox is another good one. There you go. The you White finally Sox. got to the game of the night. Astros White Sox. <laughs> yeah. Justin Verlander against Dylan Cease. Dylan Probably Cease. Yeah. number one against number two in the Cy Young categories in uh, the American League right now. And the the White Sox actually, maybe, although we've thought this a few times, but they've won four in a row right now. They actually might be finally starting to put it together. And even though they've been treading water almost all season, they're only two games out because that division's so bad. So yeah, and that you know that's an ALDS rematch. And if the White Sox actually get things together, they they could play again in the playoffs. So yeah, that's right. that's the one. That's Sorry, game, I was man. like going down in words. <laughs> <laughs> it just jumped out at me when I went down. I, oh, shoot, how good a pitching well, match. Well, you, 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 you heard it in real time how it jumped out at me then because I was like, I was ready to exactly. stop talking. You, like, oh, hey, to, hey, wait. You needed to yeah. go through them, but you, you, you settled yeah. on the correct one, so I'll give you credit for that. Yeah, I watched DeGrom against Nola over the weekend, which some people believe. Offense, offense, offense. It was freaking unbelievable pitching matchup between those two guys. We may get the same tonight between the Astros and the White Sox. Uh, Matt, I promise not to call you for my CBS show this weekend, okay? <laughs> All right, man. Take care. <laughs>
Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com. Yeah, I just had him out on Sunday. So uh, when Tommy D called me this morning and said, hey, last minute, can you fill in for uh, the writer than you? Okay, yeah, I'll jump in. Who we got as a guest? Well, Matt Snyder. I said, well, I talked to him about uh, 30-some-odd hours ago, but we can do this again. Yeah, for sure, fine. Matt Snyder's always good, and he was again. I right, Jody Mack for Bill Ryder. Quickie timeout. We'll come back. Let's do a little buying or selling on Ryder Than You. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Jody Mack in for Bill. Actually, I'm in for Doug Williams, who was supposed to be in for Bill, but uh, I'm here. And I appreciate your being there. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, We've still got a solid uh, half an hour plus to go. And right now it's time for a staple of the Writer Than You show, where they take it to the streets. That would be like Wall Street, the sports Wall Street. What's happening in the world of sports? Time to decide whether to buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Jody, let's start it off today by talking none other than the NFL. Now, as we know, Bears linebacker Roquan Smith has requested a trade, but things took a strange turn yesterday. (laughs) According to reports, an unknown person who is not, I repeat, is not a certified agent has called several teams around the NFL to discuss a possible trade for Smith. Now, it's not yet known if this unnamed person has any association whatsoever with Roquan Smith or not. Now, the NFL did send out a warning to the entire league about the situation. My question to you, Jody, buy or sell that Roquan Smith will get traded 
before the season starts. I think he might because the Bears have kind of laid their cards on the table that they look at this as a total, complete rebuild year. And if they go 2-15, and 15, they're actually okay with it. I'm not because I'm a Justin Fields fan. And I want to see him actually play better to justify my stance of he was only behind Lawrence last year and last year's quarterback crop. Uh, but they, they, I watched them in their exhibition game. Uh, Justin didn't play all that well, but he got no help whatsoever. Their line is a mess, too. If they're adding a piece like an offensive lineman, I guess it'd be okay. Uh, but they are stone-cold tanking this year. So I'm going to say I'm buying that Rokon Smith, despite having his unauthorized uh, agent attempting to cut the deal, I think will get done and he'll get uh, dealt at some point this year. All right, Jody, let's turn our attention to college football here. Now, yesterday, North Carolina football head coach Mack Brown joined the Jim Rome Show right here on CBS Sports Radio, and he said he has some concerns about the state of college football. I want what's best for college football. I think the most important thing in college football are the players. The second most important thing are the fans, because we have no game unless the fans pay to come and see us play. So we can't lose our fans... Uh, if we just have two conferences or we can't lose our fans, if we just keep talking about NIL because then you're, uh, you're, you're talking about being a professional team um, instead of amateurism that we've talked about for years. So we've got to really look at what's best for this game and therefore the kids and the fans. And, and we've, got to, we've got to have some hard conversations with smart people in a short period of time here to get back on track. Buy or sell Mac Brown's concerns about college football. I'm going to go hold. I know it's not really one of the options. you got to go buy or sell, but I truly believe you should hold on this. I don't know yet. Mac Brown is jumping a couple of steps ahead. I love the point that he made about we, you got to worry about your fans. Because you're right. If you're not packing the stadiums and people aren't tuning into the TV, you're not going to get these mega billion dollar television contracts and 100,000 seat, seat stadiums packed to the grill. Uh, the grill. We don't know that there's going to be a turnoff on college football, that because of the conference jumping and uh, players making uh, money that they've never made before on the collegiate level with NIL, we don't know that the fans are going to turn their nose up on it and go, oh, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not the college football I know. I'll never watch it again. I would bet against that rather than I would bet on it. So it would certainly be a lean towards sell, but I'll do the smart thing and say, hold, let's see how this year's college football fans handle their business going into what I think is going to be a really good college football season. All right, Jody, let's stay in college football. Then yesterday, the AP Top 25 poll was released, and no surprises at the top with Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. But after finishing last season with three losses for the first time since 2014, Dabo Sweeney and Clemson are ranked as the number four team in the country. Buy or sell Clemson having a bounce-back season this year? Um, the rankings are fun. They're window dressing. It's kind of a beauty contest before the season starts, and Clemson has built up their beauty on previous years to last year. So I don't have a problem with it. If they come out and lose in the first couple of weeks, boom, they'll go uh, drop like a rock in the uh, rankings. I'm a DJ uh, Uyunga Lalele guy. Um, and I guess I learned how to pronounce his name. 
Um, thought he was going to be a uh, bust-out quarterback last year, and he had a mediocre year. I'll say bounce-back year out of him. And, yes, Clemson is in the mix. They might be at the top of the ACC all year, which will absolutely put them in the college football playoff discussion. Bye. All right, let's turn our attention to golf here. Now, Tiger Woods was very outspoken against Live Golf at his press conference prior to the Open Championship last month, and reportedly the 15-time major champion is taking it a step further. Woods is going to meet with PGA Tour players this week at the BMW Championship in Delaware to address how to handle Live Golf's infringement on the PGA Tour. My question to you, Jody, buy or sell Tiger Woods' influence on the PGA Tour is as strong right now as it has ever been. Yeah, I think so for two reasons. Number one, he's still Tiger. Even though he might not be able to play the way he once did, all the players on the tour know it. There's nobody who's uh, on the tour now. And young guys, they had all 20-somethings win the championships this year, the the, ma- the majors, some of which have left for live. But, but no one on the tour is going, yeah, I don't remember when Tiger dominated golf. Everybody still knows. We're not that far removed from it. So, yes, he's still Tiger, so he's going to be able to talk and people are going to listen. And the other reason is, and Tiger might not want to hear this, PJA might not want to hear us, guys who could actually grab the attention of that kind of room, a couple of them left for live. So somebody's got to be the man in the PGA locker room. It's not a problem for it to be Tiger Woods, but in part, it's Tiger Woods because there's not really anybody else who can step up and grab that mantle. Bye. All right, let's get to some NBA here. Now, in a recent interview with Fox 32 in Chicago, two-time MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo was asked if he'd ever consider playing for the Bulls one day. I think uh, anybody who asks that question uh, that plays basketball, if he said no, he would be he'd be a liar. You know, uh, it's a team that uh, won uh, multiple championships. It's a team that one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player, to ever play this game played for. So... It's, 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 it's a no-brainer. Everybody would love to play for Chicago. Down the line, you, you never know. You know, you never know how life brings it. Maybe, maybe I'll play for Chicago. But uh, right now, I'm committed to Milwaukee. Buy or sell Giannis's response? <sighs> I'm, I'm surprised by it because uh, Giannis is a pretty smart guy. He's one of the better uh, public speakers in the NBA, as a matter of fact. He does he realize he just opened up some uh, issues with his own fan base back there in Milwaukee? They're not going to want to hear that, even if you are giving a tip of the cap and homage to Michael Jordan. No, 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 Giannis, you're a buck. Don't even, don't even joke. Don't even go there. Yeah, some some guys are just so shoot from the top of their head and uh, off the cuff. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. That does surprise me with Giannis. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to sell here. I think he made a bit of a mistake. Sell. All right, Jody, we'll finish up in the NBA. Last question here. Ben Simmons and the 76ers reached a settlement agreement on Simmons' grievance to recoup a portion of his $20 million salary last season, which was withheld due to Simmons' failure to play in a single game. Buy or sell that the Philadelphia 76ers should have paid Ben Simmons anything at all for last season? Uh, no, uh, sell. They, sell. They did the right thing. Move on. The Sixers have moved on. They need to move on. This was hanging over their heads. 
I'd really like to know what the number was because I'm an inquisitive NBA fan, but it may never come out, and I think they will work very hard to keep it under wraps because you might open up a Pandora's box for potential mental health issues and the like going forward. Um, so they, they, to me, they did the right thing. Get it settled. Uh, I don't know if one side won or the other side lost or vice versa, but I think a settlement was a good idea for both parties at this time. All right, that'll do it for uh, uh, Buy or Sell. Good stuff out of Tommy D today. We'll come back. Uh, I do want to do some NBA. Uh, We just did a couple NBA questions there, but we didn't touch on Kevin Durant. More Durant stuff, rumors flying. How is Durant going to handle his business going forward if the Nets don't move him on as he has requested? We'll do a little Kevin Durant when we come back. But right now we got time for the latest CBS Sports Update. Here's Marco Belletti. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Coming down the home stretch of a Writer Than You episode here on CBS Sports Radio. Billy out, Jody Mack in the last couple of minutes with you guys. And to be determined tomorrow whether it's going to be Bill or someone else or yours truly could be uh, jumped back into service. You're going to tune in tomorrow to find out. Uh, staple of the Writer Show, the Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union, proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD veterans and their family members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. And Tommy D picked out Samuel Womack. Might not be a game, a name you recognize, but you might need to get used to it. As a matter of fact, I like Tommy's selection. 
He is a 49er rookie cornerback who picked off the Packer quarterback, Jordan Love, twice over the weekend as San Francisco beat Green Bay in their preseason game. So tip of the cap to rookie cornerback Samuel Womack. He is the Defensive Player of the Week, uh, which is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union. All right, Jordan Mack for uh, Billy R. Um, last couple of minutes, we've done plenty of baseball, plenty of football. We got in a couple of NBA points in uh, buy or sell, but we did not touch on Kevin Durant. And there are new stories that crop up every single day. Some guys who have some pretty good gravitas as NBA writers and insiders talking about how this whole Durant-Nets situation is going to shake itself out. And usually I've got a pretty strong opinion and a pretty strong grasp. And when I need to find out a piece of information, I know the net guy that I would call or text and go, hey, what are you hearing? What's a A man, I got no grasp on what is happening with Kevin Durant. He asked for the trade. It died back down. There weren't a lot of stories about the Nets just saying, okay, Kev, we'll do whatever you need to get you out of here. Um, then he came out and re-asked the owner of the Nets, Joe Sy, in uh, London. They both just happened to be in London at the same time. Durant sets up a meeting, again says, I need to be out of here. I don't want to come back and play for the Nets. I'll go so far as to say, I'll, I'll, I'll rethink it if you fire both the coach and the general manager, which just flabbergasted me because Durant has bent over backwards to cut Steve Nash some slack. Maybe because he was a major driving force in Nash getting the job to begin with because they worked together when he was in Golden State, but he threw Steve Nash completely under the bus, uh, which, uh, yeah, I made me move Kevin Durant maybe to the top of the diva list in the NBA. Just, uh, I know that he's a superstar player. He's a borderline top 10 all-time NBA player. Not top 10 in the NBA now. That's a given but a top 10 all-time NBA player. But really, you do dirty like that to a guy that you got him his gig and uh, went so far as to uh, twist the organization and the owner's arm, and now you're going to turn around and just completely throw him under the bus? Uh, There was an article out there speculating that Durant would be a disruptive force with the Nets if they don't trade him, that he would do so to try and get the Nets to drop their asking point, asking price point uh, to get a Kevin Durant deal done. Uh, It was a report that Kevin Durant would even consider retirement if the Nets didn't do as he requested and trade him. But he came out yesterday and uh, pretty much dismissed that. He's not looking to retire. But uh, Tommy D, let me get your take on this. Would he sit out, not necessarily retire, but just say, yeah, I'm not coming. And, yeah, you can find me and uh, not pay me my salary, whatever. But uh, at some point, you're going to be a bad basketball team, Brooklyn, and I'm not going to be happy because I'm not playing. So we might as well just get this deal done. What the hell is going on with Kevin Durant, Tommy D? Jody, you could have asked me that question for three months straight. Is he going to sit out? Will he play for the Brooklyn Nets? And I would have told you, Jody, relax. Kevin Durant loves basketball. I know he seemingly said he doesn't want to be a Brooklyn Net anymore. He'll play, he'll play, he'll play. Jody, I I think he's going to sit out now. I don't know that Kevin Durant has an actual plan of what he wants to do in his head. I feel like now it's a totally different kind of chaos, but we've reached the chaos level 
of mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving here. It's something different every day. The messaging is different every day. Trade me. No, wait. I'll stay if you fire the head coach, if you fire the GM. Hey, wait, there's a report. I'll retire. Like, what? There doesn't seem to be a plan here, Jody. There doesn't. And it just, that's why I said, I, I, I'd like to be able to predict, project, give you some insight that uh, maybe no one has considered yet. I'm befuddled. I don't get this. And I've been a Kevin Durant uh, defender previously because there are people that have gotten on Durant's case from the time he left Oklahoma City. Oh, what a he's a championship chaser. If you can't beat him, join him. Yeah, he just goes to Golden State because he knows he can win a championship. Oh, by the way, he did. Two of them. And oh, by the way, got the MVP in the finals both of the two times. So it wasn't like he was riding on anybody's coattails. No, he elevated the Warriors. And I'm a guy who's a staunch believer in the open market that I, I absolutely applaud the fact that, uh, shoot, I'm old enough to remember when there was no such thing as free agency. And uh, basically all professional sports players were chattel and that they were owned by ownership. That is no longer the case. You do your time. You put your years in. You get to pick or choose where you want to go to. The reasons that you go to that new team about 95% of the time it's about money, but every once in a while that other 5% comes into play. I didn't question or uh, give him any grief for the fact that he joined the Warriors. Uh, he wasn't a guy who I thought of as a diva since he jumped ship on the Warriors and decided to go to Brooklyn, which, again, I defended his right to do so. He got his time in, got his rings in, maybe wants to go live on the East Coast. Who knows why he makes the decision that he does. I did question the whole I'm going to combine forces with Kyrie Irving because Kyrie is a wingnut as far as I'm concerned. So that that did at least raise uh, my eyebrows a little bit. But I, I, I defend his right to do just that, to pick and choose where he wants to go with his career. But when you make that commitment and the Nets make the commitment and he signs the contract extension to stay there, that's the weird thing about it. Uh, And a lot of people got on LeBron's case, too. And to LeBron's credit, he continues to sign these contracts with short rollovers so that he can, if he changes his mind, which LeBron has certainly done that, jumped around to a couple different situations, he leaves himself the flexibility and the leverage to do just that. No, Kevin Durant said, give me all the money. I'll take the the massive extension because I'm committed to be here in Brooklyn. And then the season went down the way it did. His bud, his boy, Kyrie Irving, threw the uh, net season off the rails very early on by uh, taking his stance of not being vaccinated. And it was unfortunate because it was in a city, New York, that had specific rules. And Kyrie had to know that when he made the decision. But he did. He made his decision. It was his guy that had the net season go sideways. Uh, the whole Harden relationship thing that now supposedly they're tight again. I had a good net guy, good net source tell me uh, during this season. I thought for sure the Harden issues in Brooklyn were because he and Kyrie couldn't get along. Because as I said, Kyrie's a little bit of a wing nut as far as uh, I'm concerned. I was told that's not the case. That Harden and Kyrie were fine. That Harden and 
uh, Durant were the guys who actually had issues with each other. Well, apparently they've mended fences because they were at a concert together in uh, London after Durant talked to the owner of the Nets. So there's massive speculation that the Sixers are going to be the team that when push comes to shove are going to be able to jump in and uh, get something done for Kevin Durant. I'm not sure I buy that, but that's uh, what uh, Philadelphia is buzzing about these days. Um, But the fact that Kevin Durant made a commitment to Brooklyn and then just said, no, I quit. I'm out. Please trade me. Get me out of here. Don't ask for too much in return. Just send me to a place of my liking, my choosing, because I'm Kevin Durant. No, as great as you are, Kevin, it doesn't work that way. And I'm almost rooting for the Nets to hold tough, have their asking price. If they don't get it, tell Kevin, well, here's your choice. Either show up and play or don't show up. And, yeah, we won't be as good, but we're not going to trade you for 40 cents on the dollar. Do you think Joe Side, the owner of the Nets, is going to fold here and say, yeah, we got to get something done. We can't have a team with Kevin Durant sitting at home. Jody, you mentioned this when we were talking Ben Simmons last segment. I think it will come to a point where they'll just have to move on. Well, they'll have to save face. Somehow they'll have to. They won't want to, but I think we'll hit that point. If they do, man, how badly has that French? Because two years running, you understand this. Uh, the, the Nets have been the favorite to win the NBA championship. From the time Durant and uh, Kyrie joined forces in Brooklyn, they and basically LeBron and the Lakers were one, two. Some wagering outlets had the Nets first and the Lakers second. Some had the Lakers first and the Nets second. Going into last year, even after uh, the Nets flubbed in the playoffs and got picked off uh, by the Bucks, they still were the favorite going into last season. So people believed that this was going to work like a charm in Brooklyn with he and Kyrie, superstars, win the NBA championships and like. They haven't really been close. They haven't made a conference final yet, let alone an NBA final, and sure as heck don't have a championship ring to show uh, if Durant does get his wish and he gets traded. Man, I, I, I have buddies who are Nets fans as a former New York guy. Uh, that This is going to be a nightmare scenario for them because they're going to have to go into rebuild mode. They're trying as best they can to move on from Kyrie. I don't think getting proper return for Kyrie is near as important as it is for KD if you're the Nets and you're at least trying to grasp onto something as a future uh, direction for the organization, man, the Nets are just a a stone-cold mess. And uh, I'm surprised that KD is the guy who's causing this even more so than Kyrie. I've I've never been a Kyrie Irving fan because diva status, just the fact that he looks at the world a little bit differently than everybody else. And, yes, he puts certain priorities of his own life out of doing what's best for the organization and or team and or his teammates. I did not know prior to those two guys joining forces that they were. I, I, I would like to say, well, this is all stemming from Kyrie Irving. I don't think it is. I think this is kind of Kevin Durant on his own making the decision. And, yeah, he's, uh, his Q rating for me has got to be coming down because he is looking like a stone-cold diva. Uh, great job by Tommy D producing today's show. Jody Mack in for Bill Ryder. Maybe back here again tomorrow. Got to stay tuned to find out. Jim Rome coming up next on most of these CBS Sports Radio stations. Enjoy your Tuesday night, sports fans. Appreciate you tuning on in. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 